Welcome to 5 Minutes with Andy. Once a month, Virtual Inc.'s CEO, Andy Freed, will be offering you tips, tricks, and insights into leadership, management, and business skills. In this episode, Andy welcomes Carol Fusero, Senior Marketing Communications Manager, Daria Bahnia, Marketing Specialist, and Taylor Jafrida, another Virtual Inc. Marketing Communications Coordinator. This podcast discusses all things social media, from knowing your target audience to know how to make an aesthetically pleasing post. To tell you more, here's Andy Freed. Hi, welcome. So today I'm delighted to be talking about social media with Daria, Taylor, and Carol, three of the experts that we've got from our company. I'll let each of them introduce themselves. So let's uh, start off with you, Carol. Hi, I'm Carol Fasaro, and I'm a senior marketing manager here at Virtual. And a lot of the work that we do for our clients involves social. So happy to be talking about the topic today. Excellent. Taylor? Hi, I'm Taylor Jafrida. Um, I am a marketing communications coordinator. Um, and much like Carol, a lot of my day-to-day for my clients is social media, you know, on all platforms. So again, I'm excited to be here as well. And Daria? Hi, everyone. My name is Daria Bahnia, and I am a marketing communications specialist at Virtual. Um, again, echoing both Carol and Taylor, um, I work in social media every day for a number of clients, and I'm happy to be here talking about it today. All right. So you guys all say you work in social media. Let's not kid ourselves. Social media is just the stuff of like posting pictures on Facebook that kids do and TikTok videos and all that kind of thing, right? <laughs> There's no business need for this stuff, is there? Um, okay, Carol, what do you think? Well, you know, social really hasn't been for kids for a while now. Um, a lot of businesses are using social, particularly during these post-pandemic times when, you know, it's really, social has been the way that we've all sort of connected with family, with friends, colleagues, and even with the businesses that um, either associations we're involved with or businesses that we frequent, it, it kind of gave us a way to keep up to date on what they were doing and how they were handling um, the pandemic um, and, you know, also kind of sharing uh, what they were doing to keep their employees and their customers safe. Uh, so definitely it was a way that we could all be together safely. Um, so definitely for, for business, it was quite important. And, and, and Taylor, how do audiences work for social? Is it like, the, is it, you know, is it possible to segment audiences and have different messages for different groups? Of course. So, I mean, it really depends on your platform and I, I'm not going to get too into specific platforms, but it's really important for businesses to know your audience. And I know I'm sure businesses hear that all the time, but, you know, LinkedIn, for example, is a little more of a professional network as opposed to Facebook is a little more personal. And, you know, like Carol said, you engage with your family there more. Um, Twitter is a little more for news and it's a little more fast paced and things are, are going fast there and the feeds are always refreshing. And so you kind of have to know your audience on each platform um, and for your industry. I mean, of course, an ice cream shop is going to have a different uh, audience than, you know, a professional business. And so making sure your content. Are which, you saying ice cream shops aren't professional? Because I really <laughs> like ice cream shops, so. Listen, I was an ice cream scooper for many years. All right, there you go. So that's good. <laughs> it is. Um, but, you know, your content for your audience as an ice cream uh, sure. shop is going to be very different than it will be for, uh, you know, if you're an association looking for membership recruitment. So really making sure your content is targeted towards what your audience is looking for is really important. 
And uh, Daria, how about goals? I mean, is this all just about likes or is it deeper than that when it comes to setting goals and objectives? It's much deeper than just likes. It's really about increasing your brand awareness and exposure. Um, depending on your goals in each particular post, it might be driving website traffic to a particular you know, blog post. It might be increasing your registrations for a community event, whether that be in person or virtual. Um, so it is much deeper than just likes and comments. And you know, when, when we look at stuff also, how about content? Just a question for the you know, toss up for the three of you. you know, where does content come from and you know, what constitute good content? Do you need pictures? Don't you need pictures? Toss up question for the three of you. Who wants to weigh in? Um, I mean, know, I can I'll start. Oh, I know. Take it, take, take, Taylor, take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll start and I'll pass it back to Carol. Um, yeah. I mean, to, to start with your content, it, it's a best practice um, to always try to include an image, a video, a, a GIF or GIF. I know it's a controversial pronunciation there. Uh, but something with your content of your text is always going to help no matter the platform. Um, it'll catch your audience's attention. It'll add just a little more oomph to your post um, and emphasize your message and it's visually appealing. Uh, so to the content portion of the graphics, I always, always encourage you to include them um, in anything you're posting. Carol? Um, and, and I think in terms of the type of content, you definitely want to make sure that the content is relevant to your audience. Um, I know for a lot of organizations, what we like to do is sort of, you know, find some key industry news items. Um, we also will spotlight members to kind of showcase, you know, how they are, um, you know, how they work with the organization and how they've benefited. Um, and also kind of, you know, highlight if you have some research project or some company news that you want to share. Those are all great things. And in terms of engagement, you could use things like polling. I know we've done that before for several clients to kind of engage them and get their opinions on, on topics. Uh, another thing that we've been testing out with some clients is doing like a trivia day on Twitter specifically. So with Twitter, you can post kind of as many times as you want because of the way that the news feed operates. And um, so, you know, we're testing out always new ideas for engaging audiences on social and, and new types of content. And, and Daria, what's, what's the, is there like an 80-20 rule that I've heard you talk about with this that uh, uh, people should know? Yeah, definitely. So there's, I mean, different people say different things. Some people say 80-20, some people say 90-10. Um, really, the main message behind this is that all of your content shouldn't be uh, self-promoting or encouraging, you know, some sort of purchase or registration. You want to really create your organization to be the expert in your space. So um, having some just lighthearted campaigns, whether that be, you know, just sharing news articles or a funny story about something that's happening for your specific industry is always a good idea because your audience will, you know, consider you as the expert in that industry. And it's not just uh, sign up for this webinar, register for this conference, become a member with us. Um, it's more engaging and it's an opportunity for your audience to, to have a conversation with you on social. That, that's great. And I appreciate all of you having a conversation with me today about social. 
because it sounds like there is uh, so much to it and so much that uh, you folks have been doing to uh, uh, to help our clients and help different organizations. So Daria, Carol, and Taylor, thanks so much for joining and uh, appreciate all of your insights. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yep. 